0: This Your grilling repertoire is limited to burgers and hot dogs, it might be time to reconsider your grill's true potential. Memphis chef Jennifer Chandler has assembled everything a grilling amateur could possibly need to achieve pitmaster caliber results any night of the week. And whether you're cooking with gas, charcoal, or cast iron, her book Simply Grilling will eliminate the uncertainty and have you manning the flames with confidence. And Jennifer's joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Jennifer. I looked through your book
1: and I'm already hungry. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me. And you know what? That's the point of this cookbook is to make you hungry. I made sure to include a picture with every recipe because that's how I choose what I'm going to cook for dinner.
0: I do too. You know what? I know when there's not a recipe and even I am an experienced cook, but even then it just doesn't give me that same desire to jump right in and try something new. So I love that you've got that. And it's funny because you know, there are so many men who don't let the women anywhere near the grill. I mean, they could be, you know, totally, totally uh, non-sexist households, but men have this tendency to take over. What tips do you have for women to kind of push the guys aside and and turn out some great grilling themselves?
1: Well, the first thing is to not be afraid of the grill, because I do get a lot of women that tell me that they're intimidated by a grill. And I have to tell you, a gas grill is just as easy to work with as an oven. You go out there, you push a button, and it lights up. You can control the temperature with a twist of the knob. It's exactly like an oven, so there's no need to be intimidated by a gas grill. And just tell those men to get out of the way. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Have them take out the trash. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, I tried to show people, you know, quick and easy recipes that are full of flavor. And I'll be honest with you, I used to be intimidated by a grill. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, which is the land of barbecue. Yeah. And so I grew up with, when people said that they were having a backyard bar, a grill, you know, people on the grill are barbecuing, they were really doing things, you know, over low and slow flames. They had to be tended to for hours. And um, down here in the South, that's what people think about when they think of grilling, but That's not my grilling. My grilling is things that are cooked quickly over direct heat. Most things can be made, um, you know, from start to finish. You can have dinner on the table in about 30 minutes.
0: Oh, that's nice. Um,
1: Which is really, really key. It's quick and easy. And those are the recipes that I wanted to share with people.
0: Well, you know, it's funny because you made reference earlier about the grill being like an oven and that it heats up just like an oven. And yet, don't you think one of the biggest mistakes you see from people is that they, A, don't preheat that grill slash oven, and B, they leave the lid open, which is like cooking with the oven door
1: open? Well, you know, you have to ask, if you read my recipes, pretty much... Every recipe says put your chicken – like I'm reading one right now, my Jamaican jerk chicken. It says place the chicken on the grill and close the lid. I think I say close the lid in every single recipe because the lid can be your best friend for helping you control your heat and for letting your food cook evenly. Mm -hmm. When you close the lid, it creates that same kind of concept as the oven, so the heat is circulated all around the food, so it will cook evenly all the way through. Instead of when you have the lid up – You're just cooking on the surface that is um, touching the grates. So you tend to have the tendency of overburning your food without the inside being cooked. Mm -hmm. So definitely remember to close the lid. It can be your best friend. And when you talked about preheating the grill, that is a must because – that will keep your grill, your food from sticking to the grill. Yeah, which makes so. cleanup
0: easier too. And that's half the joy of cooking outside on the grill, isn't it? You don't have all those pots and pans and mixing bowls. You know, it just seems to kind of go together easily.
1: Well, oh, definitely.
0: You've got five simple tips, which are really nice for mastering grilling meats. And of course, the first is to co- keep the grate hot and clean and oiled. But let's talk about turning the food on the grill.
1: Right. So what I tell people is that, you know, when you go to, you know, one is if you make sure your 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 grates are clean, always um, make sure that they're hot. And what I do is I, I heat up my grill and then I brush them with the um, brush to get them clean. And then I take a little bit of vegetable oil and I kind of do it either, you know, like on a paper towel or you can even do it on, you know, put an onion in some vegetable and just spread that over to get a light coating. You put your food on the grill. And if you go to move your food and it is sticking Leave it alone. That means that your food is not ready to be turned. If you wait a couple of minutes and you go to try it again, nine times out of ten, your food will release easily. And then it'll, it'll showing you that it's time to be turned.
0: And you know, if you keep wiggling it around and moving it, not only will it stick and you leave half of it behind on the grill, but you are not going to get those beautiful made for TV grill marks.
1: I mean, that's the truth. And it's so simple. You know, and I always tell people with your or actually, if you're cooking inside, you know, in a regular old skillet, if, if something is sticking, that means that it has not the outside has not seared completely. Mm-hmm. Once the outside of the meat has seared completely, it will release. Um, from either the pan or from the grill grate. so definitely wait um, for that to happen to get those killer grill grates. I-, I mean, killer grill marks. And one of the things too, if you want to have the crosshatch ones, just remember to lay them, de- lay your like your chicken breast or your piece of meat or your steak um, onto the grill in one direction, and then when you pick it up, pick it up and turn it the opposite direction, um, and place it down, and you'll get those beautiful crosshatch marks that you see in restaurants, and people will be like, "Oh my gosh, that's so gorgeous!" And you're like, "Oh, it's." It took hours. It's you know, <laughs> the simplest thing to do. That's right. You know, Jennifer, I love that,
0: that you keep making the references to the indoor cooking in the kitchen, and, you know, if something sticks in your pan on the stove, it's not ready to turn, and if it sticks on your grill. I think that helps take away some of the mystique of grilling. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Jennifer Chandler. She's the author of several cookbooks, but we're talking about Simply Grilling, 105 Recipes for Quick and Casual Grilling. And, of course, I don't understand why they put the fork in the barbecue tools unless it is for s'mores only.
1: I agree with you. I mean, and I think that's, you know, the way that they've included that has actually probably gotten a lot of cooks in trouble mm-hmm. um, because if you stab the um, fork into the meat, you're going to release all those juices. And that's one of those great things when we talked about getting that perfect sear on the meat. It's really, in, you know, what that does is it encloses the outside of the meat, and so it encloses all those wonderful juices um, inside of your either your chicken breast or your fish filet or your steak, Um and you don't want to lose all that goodness. So always use tongs when you're when you're flit, you know, when you're turning your meat over. And to be honest with you, I love just the good old, you know, household metal kitchen tongs that are about, you know, they're about a foot wide. I mean, a foot long. Mm-hmm. Because I find them easier to use instead of those, you know, those things that are like two feet long. I find kind of difficult to maneuver. So I use the same my kitchen tongs. I take them out to the grill.
0: That's so that, a, that way that's, you don't need extra gear. Exactly. That's a really good tip, definitely. Well, of course, you want to make sure to, and I feel like everybody must know this by now, but if not, you want to make sure to let the meat rest when you take it off the grill so that you're not, you know, cutting into it and having all those gorgeous juices sploosh all over your cutting board. But
1: I right, want to, go ahead. I was going to mention, because when you let it rest, what happens is the juices kind of recirculate all throughout the meat. So it is very important to let something rest for about five minutes. Um, before you go to cut into it, especially if you have like a beautiful steak, Mm -hmm. let it sit for a minute. And I also tell people, err on the side of undercooking rather than overcooking. Your best friend when you're grilling is going to be an instant read meat thermometer.
0: It's so So, true.
1: Yes. So always err. on. what I do is I generally take things off the grill about five degrees less than um, my, you know, what I want to eat it at. Because when you take it off the grill, it will continue let it sit for those five minutes. It continues to cook. And so it will go quickly, a medium-rare steak will go from medium-rare to medium in those five minutes. And then it'll be, that's how I like it is medium. So it'll be perfect for me at that time.
0: Yeah, that's very important. And, and that instant read thermometer, it's so true, especially because some of the beef you spend an arm and a leg on and you don't want to bring it in and have it A, overdone, or B, way, way underdone, you know, and there's nothing worse than somebody saying, hold on, I'll go put it back on the grill. That's somebody, we won't any of us name names, but somebody might, might occasionally do well, that. I might
1: that. one thing worse is if it's overcooked, because you can't put it back on the grill. You're right. You can't go backwards from an overcooked piece of meat, but at least you do have the option, but it, you know, when you're hungry and ready to eat, You're ready to eat. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Well, you know, I love that the book also includes things like desserts. And I'm looking at this grilled figs with honey mascarpone and thinking, yum.
1: So tell me a little bit about grilling
0: desserts.
1: Right. Well, everything from start to finish, from appetizers to salads to sandwiches to mains and your side dishes and even desserts can be done on the grill. And I've included all of those in my book. And, you know, one of the things that works really well on, on a grill is fruit. Because it has all those natural sugars in it, and when you put fruit on a grill, it caramelizes it and just really enhances those those flavors of those fruits so figs are a great thing; stone fruits like peaches and plums work beautifully on a grill. Um, you can also do things like pineapples in fact, my kids are we 're having grilled pineapples with the rum caramel sauce that I Mm. have in uh, my cookbook because that's what we're actually having for dinner tonight.
0: Mm. Oh, that sounds so good. Yum. Well, I would love to share one of your dessert recipes on amystable.com. We'll we'll figure out one to put up there for you. But it's a great book. It's called Simply Grilling, 105 Recipes for Quick and Casual Grilling by Jennifer Chandler. And you got to go to Jennifer's site. It's cookingwithjennifer.com, right, Jennifer? That's correct. Perfect. And while you're there, you can find lots of great tips, recipes, and ideas, and some information on our other books. But you're going to be grilling all summer. You're going to be simply grilling all summer with Jennifer's tips. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Well, thanks for having me, and happy grilling.
0: You're listening to Amy's Table. It's Amy's Table. A
1: Girl's Guide to Living.
0: With Amy Tobin on Q102.